Welcome to Lambs to Lions. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. gentlemen the moment you've all been waiting for we got four fighters that are going to step in the ring today pack a powerful punch so let's start off by giving our giving a round of applause sorry to our contestants let's welcome them out let's start with coach Vince. come on let's start with bob come on who else we got back there bring out the contestants there's one more jeremy where's jeremy Man, okay, they'll be each they'll each get an introduction. No, come take a seat, take a seat, 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 take a seat. Coach Vince, get back here. Where are you going? He does not want to fight. Okay, who's your money on? <laughs> this is what Bob. Yeah, here's what's gonna happen. They got four minutes in the ring, four minutes to deliver a message, four minutes to deliver with a punch. So this is my, my favorite part. We did this last year for Man Up, and it was intense what these guys can deliver in four minutes. So here's our first contest, contestant about to step into the ring. Uh, his name is Darren Smith. Uh, he tells me that he weighs 215 pounds with zero losses, seven wins. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Darren Smith. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Matt. Okay, I got four minutes. When does my time start? It's already started. There we go. So the theme, if you haven't got it for this weekend, is blood, sweat, and tears. And I was asked to speak about blood. So when I first heard about blood, I was thinking about a story. So in the 1980s, the United Church of Canada decided to put out new hymnals. Now, a hymnal, for those of you who don't know, before you had words on the screen, we had to get the lyrics out of a book. And that, now, for those of you who don't know, a book is a pile of pages that are all stuck together. <laughs> so what they did, though, was they took every reference of any song that mentioned the blood out of the book. It was removed from the hymnal. Why? Because some people found it too graphic to talk about the blood. So my scripture today, if you can jump there, I'm jumping around, sorry, is Hebrews 10, 19 and 20. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, open to us through the curtain that is his body. Here's the divine exchange. His blood for our redemption. And unlike the sacrifices of the bulls and goats, it doesn't just cover the sin, it eradicates it. So now, if we are able to go into a new and living way, my question for you is, why are we not living that way? It's because of shame, I think. We want to hide stuff. There's stuff done in secret. Pastor Matt touched on it a little bit this morning, and I'm going to mention it. It's all men in here. I don't want to talk about this, but it's pornography. Nobody wants to talk about it because it's always done in secret. It's always hidden. We don't tell anybody about it. We hide it from our wives, which is affecting our marriages. We hide it from our friends, which is affecting our relationships. We hide it from our children and affecting our relationships. with It's affecting everything. Now, you can feel guilty, you can feel shame, or you can feel freedom. It says that Jesus promises a new life. So as little as I don't want to be known as the porn guy, what I do want 
is for any one of you at any point this weekend to come to me and say, Darren, I have a problem. Because when you put it into the light, then you're going to find that freedom. So I don't even know where we are on time. What am I at? I can't even see. What do I have? 120. So I still got a, a buck 20 to talk, right? And that was my point. So Pastor Matt talked earlier about not being in the game. You know, most of us are not, we're on the sidelines going, yeah, go Jesus, go, right? We're, we're, oh, look what God's doing over there. Isn't it wonderful what he's doing for them? But if you want to find that freedom, you want to live that life, you got to stop playing on the sidelines. You can't be up in the nosebleeds. The only blood you've ever given is in the nosebleeds going, why is everybody down there doing what I'm supposed to be doing? So I'm getting close to time here. Oh, look at this. I got 43 seconds. So what else am I going to preach about? I I totally went off the notes because Pastor Matt started talking about this. But honestly, guys, the only way for freedom is through Jesus and bringing the sin to light. Now, that doesn't mean you have to go tell your wives that, hey, I've been struggling with porn. Find a brother. Find myself. Find your pastor. Talk to somebody. Admit your sin, and you will find the freedom. Too many of us are carrying this, guys. And it's affecting everything. If we're going to be men, we're going to lead the church. We need to step up. And so my point is this. <laughs> can, I, can I at least say my point? It cut out on the screen. I don't even remember what it was. It was like, if Jesus died, for, if Jesus shed his blood for us, we need to wake up and start living for him. There we go. Good. Come on, one more time. Let's give it up for Darren. Man, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> These guys are just getting warmed up. All right, now in this corner, standing six foot one inch tall, weighing in 195 pounds with eight wins, zero losses. Let's give it up for Jeremy. Well, thank you. Give it up for Darren. Okay, I got uh, my time. So I'm going to, I'm talking on sweat. I was like, how do I talk about sweat? Um, So I'm going to read my verse first. Uh, Hebrews, staying in Hebrews 12, 1. Therefore, since we have been surrounded by such great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us. Let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. So, uh, about two weeks ago, I went in for a stress test at a heart clinic. And uh, this is where you have to walk on a treadmill. I get there, and they have me hooked up to a a monitor, a blood pressure monitor, and um, you walk. And uh, every uh, five minutes or so, it would incline and go a little faster and a little faster. And uh, thinking to myself, I was like, well, I, I told the technician, I says, you know, I used to have a treadmill at home, so I, this should be no problem. I got this. And uh, she's like, well, most people don't make it to the running stage. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. And so I was walking and I did okay toward the end. 
toward the end, I was, <laughs> I was, I was worn out. I was tired. And she asked me how I was doing. I says, I'm good, but my, my legs are sore. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm breaking in, uh, out into a sweat. And I, uh, she's like, yeah, well, you're, you're seem to be good. And, uh, so, uh, you know, my, my, I say all that to say that sometimes God will ask us to break out into a sweat and call us to be uncomfortable. Now, we all like to be comfortable. I like to be comfortable. And uh, uh, where's my place here? I'm sorry, I lost my spot. Um, yeah, so sometimes uh, I like to be comfortable. And, you know, we go around, uh, we've said this a lot, I've heard it a lot, and we've even said it in our churches, that God is after your heart, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's a true statement. Um, so we need to, and, and Pastor Matt alluded to this, uh, in running, we need to run. We need to run. And... Um, uh, which brings me to my first point, is um, you can't work up a sweat by sitting in a lazy boy. <laughs> uh, translation, don't be lazy. <laughs> don't be lazy. And, uh, you know, every one of you has a race that you've been called to that you were meant to, to run. So run with your whole heart. Run with your whole heart and keep your eyes on Jesus and uh, don't get distracted by sin. How many know it's easy to be distracted? It's easy to be distracted by sin. And, and so I know I've been there and, uh, you know, he, uh, in verse two, of uh, um, Hebrews. Where's my time? Oh. That goes quick. Well, I'll leave it at that then. One more time, gentlemen. Let's give it up for Jeremy Harden. Woo. That's not easy stepping into the ring. Come on. All right. In this corner. How much do you weigh? 161. 161 is your height? All right. Weigh in about five, just over five feet. Weigh in 161 and a half pounds. <laughs> Packs a mean punch. Let's give it up for Mr. Bob Over. Thank you very much. I'm working off of papers today just for Daryl. Anyway. Darren, whatever his name is. Anyways. I'm talking about tears today. It's natural. You know, it's natural to shed tears. It's part of life. We cry when we're sad. We cry when we're stressed. We cry for joy. God made us that way because he wanted us to experience emotion. 
he hears our crying, and he sees every tear that we drop. In Isaiah 53 and 5, we read that our Savior was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. He cares for and carries our burdens. And in Scripture, it's recorded three times where Jesus wept. John 11 and 32 says, Jesus wept after seeing those he loved cry at the tomb of Lazarus. It should remind us of the love that God has for us, his adopted sons, right? And how it pains him to see us suffer. Jesus shows true compassion, weeping at the sight of a very difficult scene. And yet five minutes later, he resurrects Lazarus from the dead and cries tears of joy. In Luke 19 and 41, Jesus is making his approach into Jerusalem. And the sight of the city brings him to tears because he could see the sin that was there in the present. He knew what was there in the past, but he could also see the sin that was there in the future, what was coming. It was a difficult scene for him, and his tears of... uh, well, in this way, if we follow our ways and our sin, we make Jesus weep. That's, I think that's the key point. And thankfully, Jesus is always there to welcome us back. And he does that with open arms. We're truly blessed that way. And in Hebrews 5 and 7, in this scripture, tears are tied up to authentic prayer. Well, God, well, God knows that we, we can sometimes cry during prayer. It's not a necessity, but it does highlight the fact that God desires a contrite heart. He wants our prayers to be an expression of who we are, not just something we speak. You know, we have to get our heart into our prayers. So we should encompass, our prayers should encompass our entire being, including emotions, allowing God into every aspect of our lives. Each of these scriptures reveal what matters most to our loving God. His tears are a reminder that he loves every sinner and he cares for every soul. Now, I found this fabulous poem on the internet. I love the internet, you know. Christina Joy Holmes, and I'm going to read it. I asked the Lord to give me love, his love for souls and sin. Instead, he gave me weeping eyes, a broken heart within I asked him why he gave me tears. He took me back in time to when my Savior lived on earth, when he was in his prime. I saw him go to where his friend was lying in a grave. The sisters and their friends were grieved. What love to them he gave. Page change. You see, my Savior standing there was also grieved that day. He wept great heaving tears with sobs till those who saw could say, Behold, we see now how he loved. His tears revealed his heart. His love was evident through tears. I saw God's point in part. And then he took me to the day the people hailed their king. While Jesus enters to their cheers, the children run and sing. But when he saw Jerusalem stretched out before his eye, his soul was moved with grief for them. It moved his heart to cry. Oh, as I read those solemn words, I feel that they are sweet. For in them I behold his love, so perfect and complete. Can I finish? I got two more verses. To one more place he took me now at midnight I beheld the Son of God bowed down with grief and deepest sorrow held. I heard his weeping strong and deep, but through it I discerned. He prayed for me, 
it melted me. His love for me I learned. With tearful joy I thanked the Lord for answering my prayer, for giving me his love for souls, his tears, his heart, his care. Thank you. I highly respect that man. He's also an amazing husband and author, which I much I had to mention as well. Okay, <clears throat> next up, many of you know him. He looks good, yeah. <laughs> always. He dresses up for every occasion. He always shows up, works hard behind the scenes. He's a man of covenant. He's one I'm proud to call my brother. And I think he's about the same height as me, and he has the same haircut, so... <laughs> Standing 6'1", weighing in at a 215, 215 pounds, 10 wins, 0 losses. Let's give it up for Vince Perot. Jesus bled, he sweat, and he shed tears for us. He paid the ultimate sacrifice by suffering and dying for us so we can avoid the wrath of God for our sins. He paid the price for all our past, our current, and future sins. Not that that gives you an excuse to keep going, though. So why did he do this? Because he's an all-loving God. He truly loves us just as we are. Now you must be sitting in your seat wondering, well, how could he love me with what I've done? Or the thoughts that you've had in your head, or maybe your past actions. But he does, and he forgives you for everything. The price for your sins have been paid in full. And he wants you to run with him with all you've got. His arms are open wide to embrace you as your father. So now what should we do? How should we live our lives? And how should we honor this amazing sacrifice? We need to wake up and we need to start living life for him. Romans 14, 8 says, For if we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So then whether we live or we die, we are the Lord's. And so then we must run the race with all our heart, keeping our eyes on Jesus and staying away from sin. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, no temptation has overtaken you or man that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he'll always provide a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. James 1 Verses two to four tells us, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Woo-hoo! So resist temptation. Count it all joy when you face trials and live a life worthy of his sacrifice. 
Keep his word on the tip of your tongue at all times when temptation comes and pray every single day. Just like we're talking about earlier. Bring God into every aspect of your life and be real with him with your emotions. Don't hold back the tears. Don't hold back anything from him. Nothing is too big for God to handle. So let me repeat that. Nothing is too big or too dark for God to handle. Any thought in your head that says otherwise is false. It's a lie from the enemy. So to experience a new beginning with God, you must come to the end of yourself. God only begins where man ends. And at the end of me is the beginning of Jesus. So fight the battle as hard as you can, man. And when you feel like you're at the end of the road and you've got nothing left in the tank, look up to Jesus and ask him for strength. Endure and, you will, and keep fighting for breakthrough. And then don't get lazy and sit there because once your blessing is there, another battle will arise. And that's why we say battle, breakthrough, blessing. And then battle, breakthrough, blessing. Battle, breakthrough, blessing. Our takeaway is Jesus bled, sweat, and shed tears for us so we can have a life of freedom and favor because he truly loves us. Dang, that was good. Wow. Are you hungry? Okay, this is what's going to happen. We've got the Jamaican food truck outside. The patio's open. We uh, have purpose this time in the afternoon for you not just to have a break, but recreate. Come on. So a couple of recommendations for those of you that are not from the area. We have a place called Five Corners, which isn't far from here. Um, great coffee, hey? We got Smoking Gun down there, great restaurants. There's a great pizza place, Elevate Pizza's down there. Now, if you want to travel around and explore, ask the locals. How many of you guys are local? Put up your hand. Come on, not crazy local. Come on. There you go. Keep them up. Keep them up. It's about relationship. Some of these guys you may never see again. Some of them maybe you've seen before, but you don't really know. Hang out with them. Have a good time. It's double digits out there. I think it's 10 degrees. The sun is shining. Go to the golf course. Come on. You got the time, but be back by 6 o'clock. That's when the doors open. Uh, we've got, again, Keon Reeves. Is, he's actually going to be here any minute. We just picked him up from the airport. And we've got Rex Crane again tonight. Bring a friend. We still got seats available. Invite someone else to come out tonight and get ready for next level. Let's give it up for our men one more time. Be blessed, man. We'll see you back at six. Come on. Thank you for tuning in today and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.